0: On today's federal newscast, as the Interior Department plays catch-up from the government shutdown, we get a look at what effect it had on national parks. Big tech week for the Army as it activates its AI task force and looks to outsource its IT services. The security clearance process seems to be improving. Legislators still want to know how its updates are going. to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm your host, Eric White. The Interior Business Center had more than 2,000 payments waiting to go out to its vendors after the 35-day partial government shutdown ended. The shutdown also interrupted about 400 payments the center expects to make to vendors on behalf of other agencies. It started paying contractors back on January 29th and will process and pay new invoices as they come in. It looks like the National Park Service lost between 10 and $11 million during the partial government shutdown. The Hill reports an internal email sent to NPS staff suggests it had a detrimental effect on worker morale. Attorneys are also investigating if it was legal for Interior to use rec fees to pay for maintenance and trash collection. The Census Bureau joins a growing number of agencies offering a bug bounty program as it gets ready for the 2020 population count. The ramped-up security comes after Ron Jarman, the Census Bureau's deputy director, had warned of the threat of a disinformation campaign during the 2020 count. The Department of Homeland Security is working with the intelligence community and the private sector to provide census-specific cybersecurity. The Centers of Excellence IT Modernization Initiative is ready to expand. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has details. The General Services Administration wants to create a multiple-word contract so every agency can take advantage of the Centers of Excellence approach to IT modernization. GSA released a request for information last week seeking industry input on how they would provide assessment services across all seven COE task areas. These services are considered Phase 1 of the COE, where the agency works with the vendor to identify modernization priorities. GSA is adding information security and workforce transformation as the two new areas for discovery. Comments on the RFI are due February 8th. I'm Jason Miller. Christina Calvosa is finally losing the word interim from her title as Chief Information Officer of the Federal Communications Commission. After a year as acting CIO, FCC Chairman Ajit Pai names Calvosa as the permanent lead technology executive. She replaces David Bray, who left in August of 2017. Calvosa had been Deputy CIO at the FCC for the previous three years and worked at the Agriculture Department before coming to the commission. The Army activates its Artificial Intelligence Task Force. It will let the Army connect with the broader AI community, top universities, and tech-savvy companies. The task force's initial priorities are for applications of AI to equipment maintenance and logistics, situational awareness, and humanitarian assistance and disaster relief. It's overseen by the new Army Futures Command and will be based at Carnegie Mellon University in Pittsburgh. The Army is exploring ways to outsource many of the IT services on its bases. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has more. The Army issued a request for information late last week looking for input from vendors on a concept it calls Network Enterprise Center as a service. Responses are due in mid-March. The service wants to know how contractors might be able to take over a wide range of responsibilities, ranging from local software development and email support to network management and printer maintenance. Officials say they're looking for a turnkey managed services approach to IT, telecommunications, and cybersecurity services. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. The backlog of pending background investigations is down nearly 22 percent since its peak this past April. The National Background Investigations Bureau says the total backlog sits at nearly 567,000 security clearances and other investigatory matters. NBIB says it attributes the success to new business process reengineering initiatives and more automation. NBIB is still waiting for the president to sign an executive order that will transfer the entire security clearance portfolio to the Pentagon. And on that matter, Senate Intelligence Vice Chairman Mark Warner is urging the Trump administration to act quickly on long-awaited improvements to the security clearance process. Warner writes to the members of the Performance Accountability Council, including Acting Office of Personnel Management Director Margaret Weichert. Warner says he wants to see the administration's plan for transferring the security clearance portfolio from OPM to the Pentagon. He's reintroduced legislation in the Senate that would codify improvements to the background investigation process. The Government Accountability Office is giving the Defense Department some new options to keep better track of emergency war funding. GAO outlined these options in a new report as required in the 2018 Defense Authorization Bill. One option is for Congress to create separate appropriations accounts for overseas contingency funds and for DOD's base budget. Another option is to keep OCO funds in a non-expiring transfer account. Critics of OCO fear the account is being used like a slush fund for DOD and causing more scrutiny over how the dollars are separated. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One, and follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.